bitch. It's my life, bitch. It's my life, bitch. Four, three, two, uno. Hola, lindas. It's Ale, Christy, and Daya. And welcome to Let's Talk Linda. We're so excited to have everyone here joining us for our first episode where we're going to talk boys, we're going to talk careers, we're going to talk relationships, just all girl talk all the time. And it's going to be a filter-free conversation. So this is going to be every Thursday with us. And then we just want to start off by saying, you know, welcome and thank you for taking time to be with us. And we're going to share a little bit about what Let's Talk Linda is and why we came up with the name and a little bit about ourselves. And then we're going to go into talking about being unapologetically loving yourself, right? Loving yourself unapologetically. So to start off, I'm Ale or Alessandra. Um, you know, I'm in public relations, communications, and then I just really want to take this time to go and branch out from that. I want to experience new things. I've always been the type of person that even within my career, like I want to branch out into different aspects of it. So I've been having this idea in the works for some time. And then I shared with my two Lindas here, my sister and my cousin. Um, and then what well, perfect, you know, what other two yeah. than you two? Okay. Right? Cause we always have that comment, you know, we always share our experiences and have those type of conversations with each other. So now we want to share with you guys. Yes. Um, and then that's just a little bit about me. Hi, I'm Christina, and I work in finance, but in reality, I'm more of a creative person, so to me, this was like a new, fun thing for us to just talk and chat and just put everything out in the open and be able to have good communication, give everybody tips, and just have a good time. My name is Daya, and or Daya, and I am a full-time student. And I'm currently doing that and administrative work on the side, but I do love doing arty and crafty stuff. I paint a lot. And this is something new to me, you know? Yeah. It's something that's very something new to me, but so far I'm enjoying it. So exciting. Right? Exciting. exciting. We're really excited to get this started. Yeah. Being able to share our experiences with you guys. And then overall, just have that, com- that girl talk conversation mm-hmm. that we always wanted to have. Yeah. Um, so to start off, we're, again, our topic, loving yourself and being unapologetic about it. So uh, what would you say is a form of you loving yourself or you showing, you know, that time to yourself or whatever it takes for you to feel good about yourself and stuff like that? Definitely taking time for yourself. It's definitely being able to put a stop and hold on everything else that's going on in your life and yeah. just taking like a mental break or even if it's, you know, just to have a few hours to do something that you really enjoy and you really like, right? So that's definitely to me something that I do on unapologetically and I've been doing it lately. It's not something that I've always done, um, but it's working for me now. Like it's yeah. giving me that time. Like now I'm taking my time to be creative and doing things that I enjoy. So I'm not only, by the way, guys, I'm a mom of two yes, and married. So, you know, I'm not only just taking that care of that aspect of my life, but now I'm also taking a break to do things that I enjoy, right? Like a lot, like personally for myself, which is like creating things and designing stuff and, you know, very artsy stuff. I And now this, like this is also me taking the time out of my daily life routine to do something like this, which is very new to me and very different. Like yes. I, she, my sister's very comfortable with cameras and being in the spotlight. I yeah. usually avoid it. I'm not like a <laughs> picture person, video person. That's not me. But mm-hmm. this is something that I'm doing out of my comfort zone. Yes. But it's nice, you know, and I'm enjoying it. Right. So, cheers to that. Cheers. cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Take six. 
And Daya, how would you say, or how would you explain, like, what is loving yourself or, you know, for you? What was that process for you? I think the process for me, loving myself and conditioning, is finding that time and grounding myself. I, the way I do it is like yoga or meditating while I'm painting. Yeah, I do a lot of painting. Very like it's very. You do by painting like do you, you know those mm. men that stand no. up? <laughs> no, I paint flowers. I paint flowers. Nature, I, nature, or nature. Yeah. yeah. And uh, whatever comes to mind, honestly. But I I don't really know what I start with when I start painting. But I think oh. it's a form of way like of like really just grounding myself and taking the moment in and like seeing and thinking about how far it's, I've been like I, I've ooh how far you've come how far how far I've come yes, yes. <laughs> I think we can definitely have some part work we can definitely have some of your work you know oh okay both yes. that would yes. be yeah. great yeah and um featured yes <laughs> you know um what else I take time to meditate like do yoga stretching okay. that to really breathe and um, again, taking that moment mm-hmm. for myself and, uh, yeah, just self-care, you know, like taking that bubble bath every Sunday. Ooh, I wish I had, I know, wish I had a bubble bath. bath. I know. Standing <laughs> shower. You can't bubble bath. Um, you know, yeah, that's it. Some good music, some good wine. That's good. For me, it's more like, like kind of like you. So like taking the time. So news, I left or yeah, I left my full-time job recently, two weeks ago. Um, and then my sister was like, listen, take this time to find yourself, take this time to be creative, take this time to learn what you love, you know? Um, so that for me, I, I didn't really do that at first because I was mostly like, okay, I'm gonna go to school, I have to get a job. So I interned everywhere I could, got jobs, and then that's pretty much it. But I love, like personally, I love journaling. I sometimes sit and talk, like sit on my couch, and then a candle and all the lights dim and I just start writing. I love writing. And then just being able to express myself and find those outlets separately is like how I take that time for myself and show myself that self-love on a daily basis or things like that, you know, just yeah. being able to dip into my creative side and being able to take all the time yes. overall. Um, so then let's say overall from your experiences, um, describe a time where you were like unapologetic about loving yourself like whether it was dating whether it was uh, with your family or whether you know that time that you felt like even though other people might not like it you know it's good for you for yourself well I think the way I would do do that often is learning when to say no like to certain plans like when I don't want to really go and I know I should stay home and take that time and just really meditate, do the things that I love. Meditate, yoga, draw, paint. Mm-hmm. Um, also with the dating life, I think it's more of um, knowing when to like, when I meet people, mm-hmm. um, it's knowing when to ground yourself, stay grounded. Yes, you can meet someone, very, everybody that I met, like very beautiful, but it's also like, I have to remind myself like, I don't want you to just be my happiness, you know? Like, it's very nice to, like, get lost in it. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes because that's life, it's normal. But I think it's also, like, I don't want you to be my happiness. I want to add to your happiness, you know? Like, just, Mm -hmm. you know, we both have to add to our own happiness. I want to see you, like, grow 
like recognize your your worth and you can see that I'm recognizing my own worth and then we can like you know sprout together you know I think that's another way of unconditionally loving yourself right I love yeah. that mm-hmm. I love that and then that's a great thing that mm-hmm. fact that you date you give yourself that chance yes. to meet other people right and, and mm-hmm. you're able to like I guess you were mm-hmm. able to like learn from the person yes. you're able to like study the person yes. and see what qualities they have that, yeah. that fits into you and your personality exactly. and what you're looking for right yeah. and not settling not settling yeah. Yeah. you have to remember to ground yourself right and love yourself yeah. Yeah. that's important and you you have the opportunity to do that because you know me I met Gina at a young age Linda met me at a young mm-hmm. age so that you have to grow with that person right. and you we have grew to together up. with a partner yeah. right. so it's a different we didn't really know ourselves mm-hmm. yeah. we had to like navigate right. through being with you know at yeah. the same time being with someone else right. and while they're navigating to and getting to know themselves and, yes you know, growing up basically yes. together, but you get a chance to grow up and figure out what you like, what you don't like, yes. and just exactly. looking at other people and just, mm-hmm. this doesn't work for right. me, or yeah, yeah. this is the kind of person that I can right. see myself with, which right. I think is great. Yeah, right. Not many of us have that chance. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's not easy, yeah. it's hard on both sides, you know. Yeah. Being yeah. in a relationship and being single is so hard, but that's why it's something to ground yourself and work on, like, yeah, for years, you know. Yeah. I think it's good. That's definitely an advantage. Mm-hmm. An advantage, yeah. Definitely. Because we, I feel like we have that similar experience. Mm-hmm. And then you're one of, like you mentioned, you know, she's one of our first cousins, really, in the family to be dating. To do that. Yeah. yeah. Like, from previous, like, our, you know, I'm a different generation than they are. Mm-hmm. My generation, for the most part, we all had, we all dated that one guy that we dated when we were young and yeah. you know, teens. Mm-hmm. And we stood with that person. Yeah. Right? So none of us did the dating scene. None of us, you know, we brought one guy home and that was it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, the family and you the other stories, by the way. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Some are questionable. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's, it's good. And you're the first yeah. person to experience that. Like, we yeah. see it through you. We're like, okay, you know, we're learning all these things from right. you. Exactly. Yeah. And then a Hispanic family, they're always like, oh, el novio, el amiguito, el amiguito, el amiguito, el amiguito, el many people like yes. you have one boyfriend and that's your boyfriend and that's the boyfriend you bring home and that's mm-hmm. it like right. you're not supposed to bring one and another and another that's and but diet doesn't bring any like right. she doesn't she's bring it like mm-hmm. it, which is good because you don't bring like all these different right. men it hasn't, like, right it hasn't, like I said grounding yourself finding mm-hmm. that one person that actually meets me to that level until I find out hopefully one day mm-hmm. I will actually decide and have a conversation you know like adults like okay like I have made this decision what do you think about it and I'll find bring to the family but you know I'm not to that point and I'm yeah. taking my time no that's good so with that said the family does know that you date mm-hmm. so that was the whole point of like her being yeah. the person of the family because right. the family knows you date yeah, mm-hmm. it's you know it was great I think yeah. it's great that you didn't bring anybody to mm-hmm. the house especially like you said you haven't found that person that Meet whatever needs you have, right? right? That you exactly. haven't found that someone. Yep. And that means that when you do find that someone, everyone's going to be like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's okay, though. It's okay. It's because good. then, yeah. They're going to know, like, okay, it's this is a question. It's not going to be on me. It's going to be on whoever. So good luck to them. Yeah. Cheers to that. <laughs> Wherever you are. If you're watching. If you're, if you're watching. watching. <laughs> it's really good. But, um, so Linda, for you and like your married life, how do you say you'll be unapologetic about loving yourself and taking the time for Christy time? You know what I mean? Right. So for me, it has been very difficult and it has been 
a process of learning, which I'm still learning. I'm still going through it. It's not something that I can tell you guys like, okay, no, I have it hands down. This is what I do. No. So recently I started um, with my sister pushing me too as well. Like, you know, I opened my own little small business where I do my creative thing. LE um, Crafty Corners. We will tag them right here. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> Follow on Instagram. Yes. So I started a small business of like, I am very creative. I love, like, that's my time. I love art stuff. I love yeah. growing. I love creating. I love all of that. So to me, I've been wanting to do this for years, right? But it's always been like an issue of timing because I, I'm a, you know, I'm a full-time professional and I'm a mom and I'm a wife. Yeah and a daughter and like there's all these other things that I have to engage in so for me it was always difficult to find that time right for myself like mm-hmm. unapologetically being like I will feel bad like you know I could be doing this instead of doing that I could be doing that instead of so it came to a point where I was like you know what I'm like especially after last year which was such a hard year such a mm-hmm. stressful time for everyone for many people yes. yep many families um if not all families yeah so I started doing these crafty things, you know, at night, late at night, I would start working on things and, you know, which will also be meant sacrificing my rest time, right? Because yeah. here I am, I'm, I would stay up late working and stuff and doing things. But then I'm like, you know what, there's time. So I started, you know, with my husband, giving him a little more responsibility with the kids, a little bit more of like, hey, you know, maybe yeah. you take him to the park or you take yeah. him to your mom's and this will be my time to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also like, as you guys know, my oldest kid is seven. Mm-hmm. And prior to, so two years ago, my husband and I took like a, a weekend. We got to go, yeah. we got away for a wedding that we went to. Mm-hmm. And that was nice because prior to that, we've traveled, but always with our kids. Like we would never leave them because we feel, you know, we'll be sad or we'll be yeah. you know, yeah. bad. Yeah. We feel guilty. Yeah. And like you're having fun and they're not there. Basically. Right. Yeah. So we took a weekend and it was great. It was like a time for us. You know, we, we connected, yeah. we hung out, we mm-hmm. did things that we hadn't done. You were boys and girls. Yeah, we really were. So it was nice, right? And that was two years ago. And then this past month, um, you know, like I said, with everything that's been going on this past this past year, you know, again, we yeah. couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't really do much yeah. because of COVID and everything that's going on. But I finally said to myself, I was like, you know what? I'm like, no, like, I need some time away. I need some time off. I need some time for myself. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we've been home with the kids all the time, right? Yes. And work all a year time. long. Like a year long. I know my kids. They got my rest. So you know, I was like, okay, you know, and then I saw this comedian that I love, Steve Trevino, guys, check him out, he's great. Um, he's so good. he's not a poet, but yeah, he's, so he's so funny. He's hilarious. So I told my sister, you know, I was like, so I told Daniel, my husband, I was like, you know what, we're going. Like, yeah. He's not really into comedy and stuff, but I was like, no, we don't do it. But he goes with the flow. He go, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he goes along with all the craziness. So finally, you know, I booked it. I got it together. I called Linda. I was like, hey, you know, you guys want to come? Her and Jean, she's like, yeah, cool, cool. They didn't want to ask me first. Yeah. At first, she's like, oh, you want to go see, like, did you see the special that I told you about? And I haven't. I had told her about it like a month yeah. before. But you know me. <laughs> um, yeah. So I haven't seen it. And then she calls me, like, I'm getting my tickets right now. You're going to go, you're not going to go. I was like, wait, what? I was like, I want to go. She's like, oh, but are you going to go? Like, are we going all together? I was like, you want to go, like, buy the ticket right now? Because I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. And then I was like, Gina, do you want to go? He's like, ah. I'm like, we're going. So I was like, in the book. Because that's like, Gina's also like, yeah, like, very good with they the flow. They're very good with the flow, but they, they can't make a decision. Where was it? Where was it? Where was it? it was in Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's another thing. I was like, 
I'm like, you know, it's a little getaway. It wasn't too far. It was like a four hour. It was a one night. That it was one night. Hours. Yeah, it wasn't a whole weekend. It was a one night. Yeah. And the reason why I went over there too was because the comedy tickets for over there to see Steve Dorito were well, affordable. Extremely affordable yeah. in comparison to New York, which mm-hmm. I was like, I would never see him. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, you know, we ended up going over there. I was like, it's four hours. It's not that, three hours and a half. I was like, it's not that bad. We should definitely go. So, you know, like, taking the time for me to do that, taking myself away from my kids, even though it was one day. Yeah. Like, to me, it was great. Like, to me, it was like, okay, you know, I get to go and have yeah. a, a night out, you know, yeah, with adults. Enjoy yourself. And enjoy right. myself and have a drink. Right. And it was a very relaxing, very chill trip. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nothing crazy. Like, we didn't go out clubbing or nothing like that. I mean, nothing's open. I didn't even know they had. Like, we were just, like, in this little town. Small town. It wasn't in... It wasn't in Baltimore. No, it, it was, was like the, uh, 20 minutes from there. Yeah. Like a 20 minute drive. 15 minute drive. Around okay. there. But it was at a small town mm-hmm. and uh, we... Lutherville. The hotel we set at was right across. So we could just walk to the... Yeah. To the... To um, comedy. Uh, oh, Ubi, Ubi's joke house. Oh. And they have like all the comedians like... Um, they had... Which ones? Oh, they had George Lopez. Um, Ooh, yeah. They, they had Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Like, from back then, like yeah, when they yeah. were like, you know, I guess asking them. They were right. They were right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a good time. And then for her, yeah, she did take that. So we planned the trip. And let me just tell you a story about um, a little insight that I gave in the, on the spiritual world. I really did not know this. That was, that was, so my husband couldn't make it after all. We we're doing some renovations and he wasn't going to be able to make it. So I ended up getting my own room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Two beds. Two beds. Big room. And, and I was fine with that. Like, I was yeah. perfectly fine. I was going to leave her in jeans to do her thing. Right. <laughs> yes, what is it called? His, his rule. He has a rule. He has a rule. Oh, my God. We'll talk about that later on, maybe. Anyway, Yeah, so I was perfectly fine with sleeping. I had my own room. So right. at the end of the night, you know, we have some drinks in her room. And then I'm like, all right, you guys, I'm going to head out. I'm going to go, you know. And then Ralph, her friend. So like, my friend them. came with us, yeah, and um, his friend. So we ended up being like a group of five there. Mm-hmm. So Ralph made a comment to her when he when we walked to her room. He's like, ooh, your room is nice. So her room is creepy. Yeah. And I'm like... I'm like the yeah. lights were. Like, your room is dark. I'm like, but the lights were. <laughs> yeah, the lights are. <laughs> but to be fair, so we walked into her room and she was calling it a night. She was like, all right. And I was like, all right, let me see your room. Like, I want to see this creepy. So we go to her room. It was a little bit creepier. The lights were off, but it was a little bit creepy. And then she's like, all right, guys, I'm gonna go to sleep. But there's this hallway that you walk down. All right. Yeah. So then I'm okay in the like the night, and then I happen to see the mirror mm-hmm. and a mirror right across from each other. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Am I the only person who doesn't know about this? Because I'll do it. <laughs> I was perfect. So, like, for whoever doesn't know, so basically what they say is a mirror is a mirror is a portal, a, portal. a one-way portal, one mirror, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I have my mirror here, here. It's a portal, mm-hmm. and it gives like the spiritual world like uh, entryway, yeah. entry and exit, basically. And right? sometimes they can't even see. Right. That's what it's a saying. one-way. Yeah. Now, if you have two mirrors across from each other, they're able to bounce and walk and go around and mm-hmm. stay. Right. So when I told her that, she was like, hell that? She was like, hell no. She was like, let's go. And then she's like, oh, I don't mind being here by myself. But I don't need no one coming in and out of my room. Yeah, no. no. Yeah, no. And after they told you that, you're So she grabs herself. She's like, yeah, okay, no. And then she's like, pushing up me and Gina. She's like, let's go. And she's like, oh, you're coming? You're coming? <laughs> and I was like, he was not happy. He was not happy about it because I was ruining his room. Yeah, so we were right across. And then the other room also had two beds. So... Whatever, Jim was being annoying. He didn't want to give me my spot. So I laid down with Linda. We were cuddling and like, talking. And we still up pretty late till like five, right? Five in the morning. 
Um, and then Gene ended up going to the other room by himself. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, the next day, you know, he's the type of person who's like, sh- show yourself. And like, he's not that's like the Ouija board. Yeah, like that's, <laughs> yeah. And then when we go away, like PA and stuff, you know, it's creepy over there. It's so creepy. He's like, you guys want to get like a Ouija? I'm like, do you want to stay home? <laughs> you, know, you don't have to come with us. Guys, don't play the Ouija board. Okay, but that's a different don't topic. Let's let, let, oh. Ooh, that's, that's another that's a creepy topic that we could get into. So, um, so yeah, so basically he went. He said he nothing happened except he heard laughing. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, like, that's oh. the portal. Uh, and then, but the point is that you know she had a nice like baby. Yeah, <laughs> and so did I because you know I ended up moving back because it was just too hot. Yeah, um, and yeah, she, she wanted to cuddle. She's the worst cuddle buddy. I'm actually she's like, very good cuddle buddy. No, you're not. It's hot. Who runs away in the middle of the night when I'm hugging you? But you know what I know? You know she's a natural heater. Like her body is just like always hot. Oh, I know. Now she's gonna watch this. Like, you see, it is you. It is you. <laughs> this is why we don't cut. And I was gonna say something else, but he would murder me. So whatever. So we all had our own beds, you know, and we got a good night's rest, and we didn't sleep that much, but. You know, we were able to get that good sleep of like what four hours, I think we said. Four hours, and hours. it was the best sleep was, that we've ever had. It was, yeah. like, it was four straight hours. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any little feet on my back. Right. I didn't have anybody crawling on my bed in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any of that. It was four hours of like blissful sleep right. and these comfortable pillows. Like it was so good. The the, the little hotel was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. Then we ended up, you know, so yeah, I had a great night. I had a great night. The next morning, it was different. You know, I was like, oh my god, I'm with my kids. Oh, but she's like, let me call. Let me just call them. And I'm like, okay. She calls them, and you know, Emilio's older, so he's like, are you coming home? Are you still in the hotel? Yeah. And then like, you know, but it was basically because Emilio was like, why didn't I go? Yeah, you wanted to go. So yeah. my kids, like I said, we always travel with them, so they're mm-hmm. so used to traveling that mm-hmm. they hear we're going somewhere, especially the worst hotel or plane. Forget it. They're like, okay, we're going. Like oh, we're yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they're so used to it. So for him, when I he asked me where you going, I'm like, oh, it's to a comedy show. He's like, where are you driving? I'm like, yeah. He said, you went to a hotel. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I made the mistake of telling him. So he was like, why am I not going? And yeah. Why am I not there? You know? So I had to explain to him, no, it's for adults. It's just one night. I'll be back tomorrow. But right. he was in such a rush, right? So the next morning, he's like, are you still in your hotel? Like, are you going yeah. back? <laughs> but we were. So we went to brunch. We had, like, a good brunch. We went to Miss Shirley's, which was oh, so delicious. delicious. If you're ever in Baltimore, you have to go to Miss Shirley's. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so we went to Miss Shirley's. We walked around the neighborhood. My mom was making fun of us because we were taking pictures, like, at these houses. Because, you know, it's a town. It was a nice little yeah. town, though. It was so cute. It's a town. So Maybe we'll share some pictures. Too. Yeah. So it's like a little town. And then it, it's different from what you see in New York, right? you know? Yeah. So we're like, oh, my God, look at that house. So cute. Oh, my God, look at that house. So cute. So I'm like, you guys kind of walk down, like, the main street <laughs> and I'm just taking pictures and, and soups, you know? I was like, it's not the same. <laughs> um, what is it? But so we I climbed a tree. Oh, yeah. And then we went to... Climb a tree. We went to... Oh, yeah. She was like, look at this tree. Can I get up there? And I was trying to help her. She's like, no. Gee, how can I get up there? She's trying to help me. Yeah. So... And then we went to, where did we go to that Ralph took us, the park? So then we were there with my friend Ralph and his friend who lives out there in Maryland. And they took us to Federal Federal Hill. Federal, Federal Hill. Hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Park. And it oversees really all Baltimore. Nice. It oversees the city. And it's a really nice little park. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Really cute. They were doing nice. They were having like art classes. Yeah. There was a lot of couples. You know, a lot of oh, historical. It's, yeah. it's just it's really cute. It was really cute. You'll have to go with us next time. Yeah. I mean, that we could have went this time because we had all those we extra had beds. All those beds. <laughs> But yeah. next time, next time, next time. Oh, we're going back. We yeah, have to we, go back. We plan to go yeah, back. Yeah, we have, yes. We have a few <laughs> trips coming up, so that's going to yeah. be exciting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, 
But so that was to me, like, right? Like taking myself right. off, right. you know, my, my routine, my daily routine mm-hmm. and being unapologetic. And allowing myself yeah. to like go and give myself no. a, some time, a day, you know, a night, an no overnight. Guilt. No guilt. The next day I fall asleep. Yeah. Like I said, it's a process for me. Right. So yeah. I, I am not, you know, I'm learning to do that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm learning to do that. Even like, to do my own nails. Like, I stopped going to the salon to do my nails for a long time. I would just mm-hmm. do it myself. And then recently again, I'm like, no, I, 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 I'm just going to take the time to just walk to the right. nail place and just have a pedicure mm-hmm. and, you know, relax. Yeah. Cause I'm constantly. You need it. You need it. Like, yeah, I feel like anyone that's just like working, you know, doing their, I guess their side hustle or mm-hmm. just being like a mom overall needs that yeah. time to yes. Regardless, like I'm not a mom, you're not a mom, but I feel like as a mom, you're still your own person yeah. and you can't lose that because then mm-hmm. you're just, yes. you know. And that happened to me with Emilio, my oldest when I had him, like, I completely lost myself. It was, everything just became him. Mm-hmm. Like, he was my, the center of my world and mm-hmm. everything, right? That went along with it. Like that was all I thought of, breathed, yeah. like, that was my world. Mm-hmm. And then when I had Lucas, I had, thank God, I had realized that, right? Mm-hmm. And I had, it already had been three years later, and I was already very consumed and very, you know, like I needed a break. And yeah. you know, when I when I became friendly with Lucas, I was like, okay, I can't allow for myself to do the mm-hmm. same thing. Right. So with Lucas, even though I'm still very, like, I still, over my both boys, I'm still very, you know, I hover over them. Protective. Mm-hmm. Very, very yeah. mama bear. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but with him, I'm a little more like, and he's more independent. He's so. more independent. Okay. That's, but because probably because of me, yeah. because I raised him differently than I did Emilio. Like right. Emilio, I was very like, on top no, 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 like, mm-hmm. no, nobody can take him. But even with that, Emilio has a very like headstrong person. Oh, so it's so yeah. funny because, okay, Taurus, Aries, Virgo. No, guys. So, no, I'm saying though, because both, so Emilio and Luca share a birthday. They're born three years apart, May 15th, that's their birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, also Taurus, like they're oh, wrong. Okay. So, what is so funny to me is that Emilio's just like Christy. Mm-hmm. And like, so I grew up with Christy, and growing up, I was just like, oh, she's so annoying. Because she was like, <laughs> she was like the mom, you know? I like, heard this You know, my mom, my mom and my dad, you know, they worked, and Christy was basically the one who raised, helped raise me, take mm-hmm. care of me. You know, put, like through school and everything. So even those middle school times where I was just like wanting to be a rebel and like just not want, like hated school. I said wanting to, so she wouldn't let me. No, she wouldn't let me. Not really. Like not she really physically really. would not let me. So then I would, let's say, in middle school, for example, I would do like the crappiest homework or like she would get home after school, right? You worked and then so you I work. Yeah, I worked in the morning and then I went to school in the evening. And I would come home like at 10. And she would get me out of, I would go to sleep on purpose early so I don't have to deal with her. <laughs> she would get me out of bed. First, she would look through my homework. If she saw that it wasn't like to her expectation, she would get me out of bed, rip it out, and then make me redo it at like 11 at night. Now, so with that, when I see a <laughs> meal, <laughs> no, it took some time. Yeah. It took some time. It took a lot of time. Okay, <laughs> no, but it wasn't that sweat and tears. Just I'm, I'm very, I'm very smart. I was just lazy. She was just lazy. Um, so you have potential. And I know what she could do. So then that's her, like, in school-wise. And now her in just real life, like, little school life. Taurus, stubborn, you know, whatever. <laughs> so Emilio's the same way. Yeah. And every time I see it, I live for it. And I'm just like, <laughs> and she's like, she's like, Emilio, and I'm like, <laughs> and but it's okay eventually she's gonna have a child and then I will be enjoying it oh and then she's like oh my media's like you talk to the cops oh my god yeah you know why because they're so all she, the media's been, she's like, my kids adore her right? my kids follow her like oh. 
They, if they were here right now, so they, they would be behind her, not me. So they follow her yeah. around. So, so they went to, sorry. So they went to the nail salon and I'm leaving. Lucas wants to go with me every, everywhere now. And I'm like, he's like, where are you going, Fiala? And I'm like, oh, I have an appointment. Oh, I'm going to. And before I told them, oh, I'm leaving forever. He's like, I'm leaving forever too, right? Because was just <laughs> always with me, like, this whole week. And then today I'm like, because you can't come with me. Like, it's a nail appointment, you know? They don't let extra people come. Mm-hmm. COVID. And he doesn't know what COVID does. He's three. <laughs> so I'm like, he's like, no, I'm leaving too. I'm like, I'll be back, okay? Okay, I'll be back too. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> the car with you. And I'm like, all right, back to your story. <laughs> so right yeah. now they're like, after her constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, you know, Emilio's on vacation too right now, so he's, he's coming over to mm-hmm. my mom's house and they're together all day. And... Emilio talks a lot, like a lot, like just like her, and he tells a story just like her. Oh and my so God. he's talking to her, and she's over here, like, all right, like waiting for him to get to the punchline. And meanwhile, he's going around and around in circles, and, she, and then Lucas just goes in the middle of the day, he just takes the ball, and he's like, so she just threw, she threw a bag of food in his face. <laughs> and then, don't say that. So then people are going to be like, why is she throwing mouths? It's so like, you know, like, well, well, I'll explain myself later on. We'll, we'll give you the but the point is, Lucas right. kept trying to cut me off. Like, yeah, Lucas cut her off. He was like, no, but then he tried to be like, jeans. you keep talking too much. Like, you don't get even to the point. He was like, 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 she throws a and I'm like, Lucas. <laughs> and he tried to come in and do it to jeans. I was, I was dying. I was hysterically laughing. I went to jeans. And he, I see him running and I push him. I'm like, and have that time for yourself because mm-hmm. like you know I feel like first time moms right mm-hmm. they, so first they time moms is definitely definitely harder because you know you have this new person that comes to your life and you love so much and it overwhelms you right like it brings right. all these different yeah. emotions and then you know when you have a baby you go through all you know some you know hormones and this and that and it's like so many feelings and so many things and then mm-hmm. Most of us just wrap ourselves with this new little person that needs us, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when they're little. So we tend to lose ourselves and lose our our identity. When yeah. you know, you become a mom, it's like that's the number one thing. So what are you? You automatically think I'm a mom. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't think about everything else that you are as a person. Right. Right. So it's definitely difficult. And like I told you guys, you know, it took it was like three years plus and I mean I still to this day go through it like mm-hmm. I'm still very like of course it's you know my, my mom role takes on everything else yeah mm-hmm. but I've learned or I'm learning to little by little to like take some time aside for myself mm-hmm. so when I became friends with Lucas and I had Lucas like 
that I realized that, right? I realized what had happened to me and how consumed I was. And, and you know, just with, like, my cousins and my friends and even my husband, it was like, you know, I had put everything to the side, sort of, mm-hmm. and yeah. just focused on that. Right. So... When Lucas, I decided, you know, that's not what I want to, you mm-hmm. know, that's not a person that, you know, I need, I need to find myself and, and right. like you say, ground yourself, yes. right? Because yes. I need to be mentally good in order to be able to be the best for these little kids. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And to be able to help like my family and my husband and, and at work, you know, so mm-hmm. it's like, it's a lot of aspects and it takes a lot mm-hmm. of learning and a lot of time and patience. It's mm-hmm. not as simple as I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I'm still going through the process. I'm still learning. I'm still figuring things out. Um, But I think it's also definitely helping the kids are a little bigger now. You know, they're a little more independent. They have their own thing. Like, they'll tell me what they need, what they want. And so it does help. It does help as they start to grow. It gives us that advantage to step back and and just see, you know, the bigger picture. So that's definitely And then what would you guys say is like, let's say like looking back at yourself, right? Because now we under, we kind of have an understanding of yeah. a way of loving yourself, a way of finding yourself. Like we're kind of already past, I guess, the teenage into adult years. Even though at the, in your 20s, you're still learning about yourself. In your 30s, you're still learning about yourself. Every stage of life is different. Every stage of your life is different. But if you could, let's say, give advice to someone either your younger self or your younger sister. How are you there for her to help her find herself? Mm-hmm. I think I always tend to remind her to like stick with what she feels is right, her gut, you know? Again, going back to the spiritual yeah. um, opinion and perspective of mine, I think it's always staying with um, what you feel is right. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we get so caught up with, like you said, like oh, the tone and the delivery of other people and their opinions and what they think is right. And sometimes, you know, it's good. Listen to the message. But it's also reminding yourself, okay, what is the decision I'm going to do? You have to work. What am I going to do? And what is it? If I don't know what I'm going to do, I always tell her, look, go with the flow or try to figure it out on your own. And she's a very good person. Yes. And I'm speaking, right, I'm speaking specifically about my sister. Mm -hmm. Not everybody is like that, you know? Yeah. But... Yes, I, I think I tell her, um, as long as you know that I'm here for you, I'm, I'm always going to support you. And, you know, you have to make your own decisions. You yeah, have to, yeah. You have to be like that. Because I think I have done that. I have delivered, a, um, you know, strong, strong message, message right. Right, right, to her. And I think for her, there have been moments where she's like, no, like, I don't want to do that. Push back. And then I think I learned from that, too. It's like, damn, like, I should have been like that when I was younger. But then again, like, I think I wouldn't be who I, I am today yeah. without those experiences, you know? Absolutely. So, I, think that's um, I know we spoke about this, you know, at other times, but you can have that support system Absolutely. in your life. And, like, if you're going through those hardships or if you're having a difficult time finding yourself, finding who you are, I can say, I don't know fully who I am or I don't know where I'm going to go. Think I don't think anyone can say that. For example, us, we have a huge family, like, yeah. and especially cousins, like, we have so many cousins, and, yeah. like, just as we're able to share, all of our cousins experience different things, so we're able to share that with, like, certain cousins, like, let's say, I want career advice, I go to my older cousins, I want social media advice, I go to my younger cousins, I want, it definitely, you know, depends on the generation, so, each other. Each other. Ah, right. so let's say, like, uh, and then you have those people that you're closest to, like, for me, it's 
Christy and Daya. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to just be like, hey, like, I feel like this sucks. I'm so upset, you know? Right. And I'm able to go to them and just, you know, share that with them. And they're able to be like, okay, I like, it's fine. Like, this is something good. Right. You know? Right. Take it in a different, uh, take it in a different light. Yeah. So that would be bouncing off of that, being to be able to take advice from other people that have already experienced mm-hmm. that's good. I cannot say I've personally done it many times. <laughs> but if I had the chance to go to my younger self, I'll be like, okay, Ali, you don't have to do all that extra stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you could, you could just skip those couple of steps and just get to where you need to be. Yeah. But sometimes you have to go through the A, B, and Cs together. And then how do you guys, you know, relating to our family, like going back to that base, you know, mm-hmm. I want to say that um, the cultures from our parents to our cultures are completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the way that we're raised here and the way that we're raised in Peru in our country or maybe many other countries too is a different structure. So let's say that for those difficult times or, or, you know, those times where you're really not knowing what to do yourself, you're not feeling your, your most confident, your mental, your, health, your mental health, how do you, how do you feel about, um, you know, guiding your family through that, mm-hmm. through, through those experiences and having them be like, listen, I need your help in this. Like mm-hmm. I'm having a tough time with this. How do you go about that? I think personally for myself, it was, I can tell you like, it's, it's very hard having a conversation about mental health especially from our parents background you know I think they they're not used to talking about their emotions especially I'm talking about my parents now okay they're, they're loving people but they're they're not used to talking about emotions anxiety what is that you know yeah yeah it's very hard because they weren't educated it's not their fault they just weren't educated it's not it's not something that you you know you're you're taught to deal with your issues like you deal with them internally you deal them behind closed doors you deal with them you know Mm -hmm. with yourself yourself and you just push through right and you don't let the outside world see that see those they think it's a weakness or there's it's just something you it's something that you think is a weakness but i don't think it's something they acknowledge like now we get a lot of like you know support if you have depression if you have this like so much support you can have so much support now whereas to you know maybe back then and I think mm-hmm. it's just a, a, a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. You don't see like the older people talking about it. You, know? you don't see yeah. older generations discussing, you know, mm-hmm. mental issues. Like it's rare. Yeah. yeah, it is. So it's definitely, it's definitely a culture change. It's definitely something that you know now people are working on. Yeah, you know, and it's definitely something that if anybody is having issues with depression or or anxiety, you know, yeah. yeah. It's something that, you know, definitely try to reach out. Yes. If you can't make the decision to reach out to a, to a professional about it, at least talk to someone who might, and for us, someone like, close to you. Someone yeah. close to you. And then for us, like that person that's close to you, you know, someone will come to me, be available, be open to helping these people who are coming to you with these issues. Mm-hmm. You know, don't shut them out. Like help them, let them understand that, no, I'm here for you. You know, let me know what you need. You know, right. whether it's just to talk for me to hear you out, or if you need me to help you find that help, mm-hmm. that professional help. Because unless you are a psychologist or a psychiatrist, you know, yeah. you really don't right. have the, the tools to to, to really, really help deal out. with yeah. someone. Yeah. That's grounding yourself to being able to recognize your support system. Mm-hmm. I think um, personally, as someone who like suffers from anxiety too, like it's very important to realize and think about like, oh, I have this person who loves me. I have this, mm-hmm. per- this 
my parents, I have my siblings, I think I can go to So that's also yeah. a form of loving yourself. That's yeah. also a form, even if it's that's you don't have to be your strongest. Yes. Loving yourself can mean like you read a book. Loving yourself can mean you do a skincare. Mm-hmm. Loving yourself can mean you go for a run. Loving yourself means you go and hang Take out with friends. Time. Take your time to like feel, help yourself feel better, even if it's reaching out. Even if it's crying, like even if it's crying, crying, yeah, loving yourself is crying, screaming, letting it out in any type of way that you feel like is right. But always ground, come back to ground yourself and like love yourself and remind yourself to like that you are grateful for who you are and like who you are today. And you are number one, yeah. aside from everyone. Yes. You know, okay. as much as you love your family, as much as you love your partner, right. as much as you love your kids, you are still number one. Because mm-hmm. without you, like. Let's say you're not mentally there. Your kids would also lack that support. Let's say that you're not mentally there. Your sister will lack the support. If I'm not mentally there, Chico will lack the support. You know what I mean? Her son. My son. So... So basically, just overall, I feel like we really wanted to have this discussion today because as our first episode, because we wanted to share a little bit about ourselves and we wanted to share a little bit about our thoughts on on something so simple. And sometimes it's not simple, but something as a as a concept overall yeah. is like, yeah, I know people is like you could just say, oh yeah, go love yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not that easy, mm-hmm. but you know, sharing our experiences and being able to just put that out in the world and be like, listen. Here, here's some advice from a mom of two kids and a wife. Here's some advice from someone who's a professional in a relationship that has a dog. Here's some advice <laughs> from a single, beautiful, dating, you know, uh, you know, sprouting woman that's they're ready parents. to, they're parents, <laughs> that's ready to, you know, to take over the world. So, like, we all share those different experiences yeah. and we're able to not share we all guys. go through things. Like, everybody yeah. goes through things, you know. Exactly. Let's also mention, like, a lot of people focus on Instagram, social media, like, all these other social mm-hmm. media platforms on, like, how great someone's life looks and, oh, how, yeah. and how amazing these vacations the and the glamour and everything. Yeah, it's not so amazing. Guys, these are just, right, there's like a behind the scenes, right? Yes. So there's a lot of things that go on that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to go and publish their, their issues. The bad right? Side, right? So yeah. No, we shouldn't forget that there is a life behind a screen. Like right? We all go through it, right? We all mm-hmm. have good moments and bad moments. Mm-hmm. And that's just in general. Mm-hmm. And it's just being able to continue and, and push through, yes. you know? And like yeah. we said earlier, if you need help, look for it. If you if you have people who care and love you, reach out and be like, it's a process. It's an everyday thing. I'm not gonna say that every day we love ourselves. Yeah, you know, we yeah. have our ups and downs, but at least try, right? At least yeah. try and continue, continue to push through, work towards it, work towards it, right? So that no matter how small the step is to like take that moment to you know take care of yourself, I think it's it's an accomplishment. I think it's a, it's a you know yeah, it's a journey it's a overall. Journey. And any last thoughts, Linda? Um, just guys, remember, even if it's just to unplug yourself, go for it. Mm-hmm. Take time for yourself, do what you need to do, yeah. love yourself, and reach out to your people. And find your outlet. Yes. Find your outlet. And take the time. There's no timeline to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Find, you know. We're no still working on it. We work, we do the This is our, for example, this is our new outlet. Yes. This is our new way of loving yes. ourselves. <laughs> and just taking some crispy time. I'll just take some time. Right. Yes. right. Like everyone's, um, here and we're able and to this share is totally this. out of my comfort zone. Like this is totally her territory. Yes. Totally her. We're like, girl. Yeah. Well, what can I say? You know how we say I get it from my mama? I get it from my dad. Okay. Yes. I do. The other day, remember we told him to take a picture of us? Oh, he was like, Maya, sit down. Because we're trying to help him. 
But thank you so much for tuning in with us on Let's Talk Linda and we hope you enjoyed our first episode and we'll see you the next Thursday. Cheers. Thank you. Bye guys. Cheers, Cheers Linda. Cheers. Cheers.